0: following children when you make a presentation so I'd like to personally thank Larry Trotter for assigning me the task this morning of speaking (laughs) after our wonderful children Merry Christmas Larry (laughs) I think we'd all agree that the main theme of Christmas is how God seeing the sinful condition of the world sent his one and only son Jesus Christ into the world uh, Jesus took on human flesh and was born in a manger in Bethlehem. Jesus lived out his life in obedience to the Father, and he taught about the Father's kingdom. Uh, and at the appointed time in his life, he laid it down willingly uh, as a substitution for us, for the sinfulness of mankind. My pile of sin included. Um, he was crucified and on the third day he rose and he sits at the Father uh, today. And that's the main theme of Christmas. That's what we celebrate, the incarnation of God coming human, in human flesh. But a side story to that main theme, a sidebar, would be how a group of travelers came from a distant land following a star uh, to Bethlehem. And it reads like this. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of, king Herod the king, of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. We call them wise men or magi. Uh, I tend to think of them as like seminary professorial types. Uh, very wise men uh, who were learned, knew the scriptures, the teaching of the Jewish people. Uh, they came following a star, came from the east, had lots of resources, able to travel a long distance. Uh, they were following a star, and they were in search of something beyond themselves. And of course, they were men. Have you ever wondered what it would have been like if the wise women had come? I mean, they would have, they would have asked directions, they would have arrived on time. They would have cleaned the stable. They would have helped with the birth of Jesus. Uh, they would have brought casseroles for everyone to eat. <laughs> and they would have given practical sense. No, no frankincense and myrrh. They would have brought frankincense-free baby wipes and diapers. <laughs> but they're the wise men. The wise men. And they, they don't go to Bethlehem they go to Jerusalem. Jerusalem's the logical place for them to go. I mean that's where the palace is. That's where kings are born, so they go to go to Jerusalem where the palace is and said, "And they ask, Where is he who has been born the king of the Jews? For we saw a star when it rose and have come to worship him." When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all of Jerusalem with him. Now Herod's Herod's one of the more evil people in human history. Uh, he, is, he is considered the king of the Jews. He was given that title by the Romans. He was the last king of the Jews. Uh, and he is a disturbed, maniacal ruler who, would th- who if anyone threatened his, his kingship, he would have them executed. And that included his, his sons, his three sons, and his wife. Uh, he was jealous of his crown. And he's troubled when he hears from these travelers, these wise men, that there's going to be a baby king, born king of the Jews. So evil is Herod that he made plans for his death, that upon his death, 70 leaders in, all in, in Israel would be rounded up and killed, so there would be mourning in Israel at his death. Now, he's a, a terrible ruler, and you can understand he's troubled. And all of Jerusalem with him. And you can understand that, why why they're trouble. But these wise men have come. They're following the star. And they come to the palace uh, looking for this baby king. Uh, But this king that they're looking for is not in Jerusalem. There's no king here. There's King Herod, but not a baby king. King, And now there's this king that opposes them. And so there's trouble in Jerusalem. And if you're a wise man, you might be thinking now's the time to pack the camels and head back to where you came from. Their wisdom and their education, the resources have gotten them here to Jerusalem. But this isn't the place they want to be. Something's wrong. Something's amiss. Um, And then something amazing happens. Then joy shows up on the scene and everything's changed. It reads like this. I need a slide up there. (laughs) After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. What a phrase. They rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Happy wasn't good enough. Just joy wasn't good enough. It says, with exceeding great joy. The wise men have left and they've gone ahead. I mean, imagine as they they leave the palace and there's the star. It's It's not pointing to the palace in Jerusalem. It's actually pointing towards a little town called Bethlehem, a little hamlet, a little suburb of Jerusalem. I mean, it's no place for a king to be born. But there's that star, and they're like, hey, you know, we follow the star, and there it is, right where we left it. And with joy, they go to Bethlehem, and there they find a king. Now, it it just begs, you know, look at the contrast. So they've been in Jerusalem at the palace, where there's power, and there's riches, and there's fame. But with Herod, there's, there's no joy. And then they go to Bethlehem. And there's no evidence of power or fame. Uh, Rich is there. I mean, they're they're going to a manger, a house, a shack maybe. And there's great joy there. And so it begs the question, what's the difference between Herod's Jerusalem and Bethlehem? And the answer is obvious. It's, It's Jesus. Jesus is there. An angel had told Joseph that his name would be Emmanuel. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. Which means God with us. God's come in the flesh. God has entered himself, injected himself into human history. God has not abandoned the world. He's chosen at the point in time to come the God who made us, who created the earth and everything in it has not run away. He's not left us spinning out of control, but He's here and we're not alone. And in the, in the midst of pain and suffering in a world like ours, it says that God knows and God is here and God is with us. Even when there's pain in our family and pain in our own hearts, we can know that God has come. Joy comes not to the palace in Jerusalem, but to a little manger in Bethlehem. And what, what kind of God would do that? What kind of God would come and interject himself like this into human history and be born in a, in a stable, in a manger? Joy comes and the wise men Rejoice with exceedingly great joy. Angels had told the shepherds uh, out in the fields, they said this. An angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. It, the wise men came from a very long way, maybe a thousand miles. And they're not supposed to be a part of this story. I mean, they're not of the Jewish culture. They've come from a distant land. And this is such good news for us. It says Jesus is good news for everyone, no matter who they are, no matter where they come from, uh, no matter their background, no matter how far away they are from God, Jesus is good news to them. I mean, these are stargazers. These are astrologists who've come to Jerusalem to worship this king. And so it says to us, whether you're a Catholic or Protestant or a Baptist or a Buddhist or a Methodist or a Mormon or a Muslim or an agnostic or an atheist or even a Tar Heel fan, Did someone boo? Man, I mean, this is Christmas. We're booing. Jesus is bigger than any religion. He's above that. Stargazers come from a distant land to be here at the birth of the Savior. And Jesus is good news for all times, even today. I mean, He knows your past. He knows your present. And He knows what the future holds. Christmas is proof that God loves us. Jesus willingly lay down his life for us. I mean, Christmas shows that God loves us, but Jesus is willing to go beyond that to demonstrate his love for us. And so the wise men follow Star. They leave the palace and they go on their way. I think there's one more slide there. Yeah. And going into the house, they saw the child and Mary's mother. And they fell down and worshiped him. And then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These educated, resourceful men, they humble themselves. They get down on their knees and they worship this baby king. I mean, these are, these are educated men with great resources who've traveled this distance and they humble themselves and they get on their knees because they have met God and it's changed their life. That's the joy of Christmas. The Christmas that we celebrate. That's the good news of Christmas. And we celebrate it every year the good news of Jesus. Let's pray. If you would, bow your heads and pray with me. And I would ask you, as we kind of still our hearts and we're quiet, if you could say one important thing to God right now, what would it be? Of course, God's here, and He hears us. And it might be that you would say, Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you that you love me that much. That you would send Jesus. That, Jesus, you would come for me. That knowing the condition I was in, that you would come and, and live and die for me. You just want to say, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Or maybe, maybe you'd say, you know what? The, God, the path I've, I've chosen has led me to a place like Jerusalem. Uh, where there, there's maybe fame and, and riches, but there's no joy. And. Maybe you would say, I want to humble myself right now. And say, God, I've realized that I've made a mess. I don't want to be here. Would you take my life? I'd give it to you. And humble you and say, God, I can't make it on my own. Maybe that's what you'd say to God. He's here. He's listening. Or maybe you've never considered. Considered where the journey leads. And I ask you right now, would you pray to God and ask Him to show Himself to you, to reveal Himself who He is. The God born in a manger, the Savior King. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you've loved us so much. That you are willing to leave the glory of heaven Take on flesh, born for us, a Savior. Amen.